Um, I've been talking about uh, walking with ghosts at the Gaiety Theatre. 27th of January till 6th of February, Gabriel Byrne. And here's our question again this morning. Um, the line, line up the usual suspects from a classic Hollywood film. Gone with the Wind, Casablanca or Citizen Kane. Text 51554, keyword Marty, or email marty.lyricfm at We'll have two tickets for you today. And then you're in a draw for um, an opportunity to stay over at the Devlin Hotel and have dinner at Layla's Restaurant in Ranelagh. Here's a little bit of Miller's Crossing before we have a chat with Gabriel. Listen, the first thing I have to say is congratulations walking with ghosts on the stage in the Gaiety Theatre. This isn't your first time in the Gaiety. Oh, no. I mean, I've been going to the Gaiety since, uh, since I was a child. Uh, it was w- one of the biggest uh, thrills you could possibly have as a child was go to the Gaiety to see people like Maureen Potter and Danny Cummins and all those amazing, great uh, music hall artists. And uh, then later on, I um, I did a play there, uh, two plays there, and it was probably the last time, yeah, it definitely was the last time I appeared on stage in Dublin, and that was, oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, stop now. Stop now. <laughs> now how did you get to be the age you are around the age I am? It's mad. I, I don't know. I know, it's mad, isn't it? When you it think really about is. It. Uh, but th- I have to say, this, is, this sounds like an amazing night of theatre that you're going to bring for us, because uh, the idea idea of the premiere, yes, but the idea of walking with ghosts on a stage, uh, I know it's in you and it's in your blood and you've been acting all these years, but how, how do you feel about the idea of standing there and, I suppose, exposing your life to an audience in this way? How does it feel? Well, I think any time you go on stage, any time you do any kind of public performance, there's always, always an element of... Uh, nervousness of course and it's a bit you you know uh, I've I've been coming back and forward to Dublin for years and years but I've never actually apart from one or two things worked here and certainly not on the stage so I don't see it I I see it more as a reconnection with with a Dublin audience you know except that this is you being you though that's the difference yes it is but it's also many other characters uh, that I've known from my life and people uh, from Dublin and from the country that uh, audience uh, members will uh, will recognise because it's a commentary on on, um, 
it's really the story my own story which is also the story of many many other people uh, until the last part of it but growing up in Dublin growing up at a particular time yeah. uh, the influences that formed uh, us the generation that came before um, so th 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 there's it's not just it's not all serious there's a lot of laughs sure. in it dare I say so it, it, it's not serious heavy theatre there is a story isn't it because you're, you're walking town aren't you yes it? I yeah. am yes. there is a story isn't there about but you on the bus with Brendan Bean. Yes, that's absolutely right. That's true, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is absolutely true. Uh, um, it was one of the first memories I have. And we were, uh, uh, my mother and myself were on the bus and there was a man uh, sitting on the uh, television seat and he had no, no socks on and he was drinking a bottle of Guinness and it was very early in the morning and he was singing a song in Irish and when he'd finished everybody on the bus started to clap and uh, then the bus conductor said, Brendan, I think you're on the wrong bus. <laughs> and he, he was on the way to, he lived in Crumlin. Yeah. And he was on the way to, uh, he was on the 50B to Walkinstown, so he had to get off the bus and he saluted the bus from the, uh, the platform. And he asked my mother what age I was and she said, oh, he's five, Brendan. And yeah. she said, um, when, he was, when he was gone, my mother turned to me and she said, imagine that he is one of the most famous writers in the whole world and his name is brendan behan and i remember hearing that strange name and think oh yeah brendan behan and she said and he's known all over the world she said and imagine he's on the he's on the walk and he, he was on the wrong bus going to walk how else could you have ended up as anything but an actor after that sort of moment <laughs> even yes. if you're only five it's a great story yes yeah, great. yeah god bless him but and, and that's what it is isn't it when you're going to be on stage with the stories you, like you can talk about brendan beale in that respect mm. and then the other story that that i saw recently is about you uh quaffing with the likes of richard burton and these lads yeah well i suppose so one of the things about going into the uh to the film business is that you know over 40 40 years or so you get you get to work with all those people yeah and and the amazing thing for me was i used to be in uh, you know at all the picture houses around dublin when they were so uh, frequent around the city there was a choice of maybe four or five cinemas in our locality yeah. and um you would see these people on the screen and then years later you would be working with them and you there's a big part of your head that would say i just cannot believe this and um yeah so i got to know like i suppose the most famous actors in the world and and work with them but not just that they were incredibly famous but some of them were my were, were my heroes because yes. i thought i would never meet in a million years yeah never never mind work with and obviously some of them you'd kind of say well they don't want to meet me heroes and yet it's a very exciting thing to be able to to be in well, the same place with well, them. Well, well, of course it is, and you don't, you, you know, you never lose that childhood thing that you have of meeting people. Yeah. I remember once I, I was. Um, I was getting a coffee uh, in um, in the Hamptons, and um, the friend I was with at the time, I came, I got into the car, and I said, I can't believe he was sitting in the park with his kid she yes. said if you don't go back and say hello you'll regret it i said i can't i can't so finally she persuaded me to go back and i went back and i said excuse me i'm, I'm very sorry for for interrupting you i know you're with your child and uh, so forth but 
it's my son's 16th birthday on Friday and would you mind signing this piece of paper for him? And it was a script that I had and he, t and he tore out the front page and he wrote on it, he said, look, he said, uh, this is, this is, you're catching me on the fly here, a bit, yeah. but I'll do my best. Sure. And he wrote on the thing, happy birthday to ye from me, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Crikey! Yeah. The and all, all, all I could think of was when I was talking to him was, get, get, just sign it and get out of here. <laughs> I was so anxious that, yes. I, you know, it was just so... Because I had seen this guy, you know, since I was... Really, since I was a kid. I know, I know. And uh, she was right, though. My friend was right, because... I would have regretted that for life if I hadn't if I hadn't done that. I love the fact you did that. Do you know why? He is the one person I've always wanted to meet, and I've never right. met him. And I've always said if I did, I'd be probably speechless. Well, well, that's you, you have that. I didn't know what to say to. No, I wouldn't know and, what to say. And, and so, so what I did was I took the piece of paper off the script. I went into town and I bought the white album, oh, and I fr I framed it. Uh, I framed the thing and I gave it to my son for his 16th birthday. So oh. you'll be getting, you'll probably get a lot of birthday uh, presents because your 16th is a big deal. I'll never get that. But I said you won't get a cooler one than oh, this. That's brilliant. Yeah, and here's the mad thing. What? A year later, I was walking through New York and this van pulls up, uh, all blacked out, and. McCartney hops out with a, and I mean hops out, he's a very, very energetic man. Yes. And full of, um, you know, full of life and energy. And uh, I was coming out the door and he came in and he said, oh, hello. No. And I thought, oh my God, he actually, I, 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 I was walking around like in, um, uh, not in a daze, but in a yeah. dizzy daze where I didn't but, know whether I was coming or going. But that makes total sense to me. I, I, I mm. love the fact that that would happen. He equally, yeah. equally recognised you. I mean, hey, well, Paul he McCartney said, knows he, who I am. He, Isn't that yeah, brilliant? That, that was... Oh, well, what a great I, 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 I mean... Have you a favourite Beatles song? Oh, too many. Man, too name many. one, name one, name one. Oh, oh God. Okay, well, hmm. off the top of my head. And I, I was just thinking of this just before we came on, uh, Marty. Yeah. There's a lot of people around the country that listen to you, and today might be a day, for whatever reason, people don't feel... Um, you know, as cheerful as they would like to be for yes. very obvious reasons. Yes. The, the Beatles song that always spoke to me when I heard it for the first time um, was it, it's an absolutely beautiful song and it urges you uh, to reach out to people and ask for help if you need it. And that song, Help, is, a, is, is, is um, it's really... Um, um, a wish for people yes. to connect and if there's anybody out there feeling a little bit down or a little bit don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help because it's there it's there here it is help i need somebody help not just anybody help you know i need someone help. when i was younger so much younger than today Anybody's help in any way Now, now these days are gone days I'm not so self-assured Now I find a change my mind And open up the doors Help me if you can I'm feeling down And I do appreciate 
for you we when I, I worked with the national lottery for years on, 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 on winning streak and all yeah and for years and years and years we used to have these trips and one of our trips was to new york mm. and i swear to god this is true we were on we were on a bus i'm talking about 50 60 people who were brought yeah. on a trip and they were prize winners i swear to god we turned a corner one time in new york and there you were <laughs> you didn't see us and we all somebody in the bus shouted there's gabriel born up and they started roaring out of the bus you never saw them and walked off and that to me is a Paul McCartney story in its own way so you see you can't do anything you can't that's, do anything Gabriel that's a great story it's true though and, yeah. and I have other people who will, who will guarantee that that's absolutely true it's a great one stick it to the performance listen you're, you're going to be on stage now listen because things are different uh, hmm. until the, from the 27th of, of January you're on you're doing a one o'clock in the afternoon on the I know Thursday. I know, I know don't make it yeah, so, yeah and yeah. at five o'clock so you're doing two five yeah two because I can't mean, be on a date because it can't be on at eight and and it's just like, like this is the reality of sure. the world we're living in now and look it's I remember when I was doing amateur theatre, uh, uh, there would be three people in the audience and 12 of us on stage. And the director came in and said, it doesn't matter how many people are in the stage, you do it uh, for the people who are who there. Who are there, very good. Yeah, that's a very good way of looking at it, it really is. So you're doing that, and then on the 1st of February to the 6th, uh, it moves to 2.30 in the afternoon on the Saturday, and then yeah. on the Tuesday uh, through to Sunday, it's half past seven, and half yeah. past six on the Sunday. Gee, you're trying to confuse us, it's going very well. <laughs> <laughs> and the confusion has kicked in. Uh, there are so many things. Um, and, and also, by the way, um, the book is... Walking with Ghosts is a great read anyway. Yes. Uh, but bring it to life through you on stage. You know, I, I say to myself, would Pat Barry back in the rear and some, uh, Pat, <laughs> or Glenn, uh, you know, or Bracken, what would he think? Isn't it oh, amazing that, that the, all the twists and turns that you've had and, and yeah. you know, the movies and, and, and yeah. all the rest of it. And, you know, and if, as a fellow said, you could have been a priest at one stage. And I could have been. You could have been. Um, you could have been. You know, I, I, yes, I, to, I, looking back on it, to me, um, you know, you just don't know no. um, what life has. And so, I mean, the thing about it is, had I made another decision, uh, I would have gone down a completely different That's road. That's right. That's right. And our lives are like that. You know, yes. we look back and we say, had we not 
met that person then or gone into that building that day that's right. lives would be would be changed and it kind of makes you think uh, not in a very profound way but is there a reason for all this or is it, or, or is everything just an accident people who believe in who have faith and yes. believe in um, you know that uh, things are ordered and so forth would believe that there is a pattern to life when you you don't have that faith anymore I I um I have I I I suppose I would say that I'm more spiritual than sure. I am religious but having said that I do realize the the role that uh, religion played in the social structure of our lives mm. um uh, and I'm not for one second saying that um, the, the, the practice of religion per se is necessarily a good thing. That, that's each individual's yes. um, choice and right. But um, for me, I, um, I prefer to think about the world in spiritual terms. Sure, that's sure. not too, yeah. too heavy a word. Because we, well, we all need a place to be, don't we, to take us away from whatever else mm -hmm. we're doing and mm -hmm. to try and you know, get the rest of our lives sorted. Yes. Listen, but before I let you go, now, I'm talking to Gabriel Byrne here and I have to ask this question, I'm sorry. Were you really not much of a plumber? Oh, my God. Were you not much? Um, no, we have a bad tap. I was just wondering if I could... Uh, <laughs> no? Um, there's there's a little there's a little trick you can do. What's that? Um, and, and I'm sure most people know this. But if you want to play a trick on your mother or father, yeah. um, or your your son or whatever, get a vegetable uh, a leak and yeah. put it under the sink, and then say to your say to your son. Well, come over here and give us a hand, will you? There's a leak. There's a leak under the sink, and I don't know what to do with it. And then be in there rooting around, and the, and the vegetable will be right beside him. Oh, and say, no, it's definitely there's definitely a leak in there. And 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 uh, try that one. That's a good one. Well, my and son still lives at home. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> he probably him. already knows <laughs> now. If my father comes home and puts a leak under the sink, he know you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a terrific story. Listen, it's been a joy, Gabriel. God bless you. I'm looking forward to going. If I yeah. if I can get a ticket, that's the thing. It'll be fairly well, jammers I'm now. Sure, yes, I, I I hope there'll be plenty of tickets. Please God. Yes, it's going to but, be um, great. It's going to be great. But it's called Walking with Ghosts, and it's Gabriel Byrne. And does Phyllis said, why not buy the book? as well. Um, Thank you. Uh, no, I'm serious, because I, I, I think that's important too, because then at one's own pace, one can kind of absorb. Yes. Because yes. You've, you've led such a life. Gabriel, God bless you. Have a great show, and hopefully we'll get to see you. It was a pleasure, Marty. Thank great you for Great pleasure, calling. Gabriel. God bless you. Take care, bye. my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
my God, all I can see is my granny now when I hear that. That's their team from the Reardons from um, a long, long time ago. It's actually called the Palantines daughter. Uh, Shorsha Bodley wrote it the year I was born. My God. Anyway, Gabriel Byrne, what a gent. What an absolute gent. Lovely chat. Really enjoyed him. Now, the show is sold out, to tell you. And, of course, they've been only able to sell 50% capacity up to now. And the hope is tomorrow this is going to change so fingers crossed that um, there will be tickets available uh, as I said they're sold out at this stage but uh, there will be tickets available hopefully uh, if the 50% idea is uh, is knocked on its head that will be the, so be the hopes of you 